0: Sometimes you need to take a look in the mirror and ask yourself if you are being the absolute best version that you can be, or are you sandbagging it? You know, could you be doing something better? And I think that's not something you can ask someone else, a family member, a friend, because they might not give you an honest answer. But if you're standing there in the mirror looking at the reflection coming back at you and you're brutally honest with yourself, you'll know if, if you're doing exactly what you need to be doing or... If maybe you need to be doing a little bit more and, uh, you know, then it's just sitting down and creating a bit of a plan on how you can, uh, how you can make some changes for the positive. Thank you for listening to the better than yesterday podcast hosted by star strength and conditioning. We believe that by creating positive habits in sleep, mindset, nutrition, relationships, movement, mobility, and training, you have the ability to become better than yesterday. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by me, Paul Dick, and I'm here with Jill Bachinski. What's up, Jill?
1: Hey, Paul. How are you doing?
0: Great. How are you?
1: I am so good. I'm so happy to be back on the podcast with you.
0: Awesome. Well, you're here, but you're not, right? So we're doing the, the social we distancing thing. We're
1: socially distanced, yes. We're,
0: make, we're at least six kilometers away from each other, so this is, this is good.
1: Sadly, sadly, we are.
0: Yeah. We got some good news today that we might be able to start doing some personal training in the next week or so. So Jill just said she's going to be a uh, full-time personal training client every day of the five, week. Five.
1: Five a.m. Paul said he would do it at five a.m. for me every day.
0: Five freaking a.m. Yes, yes. So no
1: excuses.
0: Yeah, no, and that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today, anyways, right? No excuses. We are, yeah. are excuses okay? I don't know. So, are
1: they always excuses?
0: Yeah. No, oh, so we're gonna get into some of that, but yeah, we're excited to maybe see some progress and growth and being able to open back up. And I know uh, there's there's no groups allowed in for training, but we can do one-on-one, which uh, they said one-on-one like personal training and one-on-one program, some something along those lines. So it's a little bit of a gray area. So I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of places that jump on that and like plead not guilty or, you know, Pleading ignorance, Ignorance, there we go. That's what I'm looking for. So, cool. How are we gonna kick?
1: Hopefully, we can get open sooner rather than later and open recreation as well, which it doesn't sound like might be in this phase. But I think all of us, especially as it's gotten colder, are looking for more outlets for uh, getting our sweat on. And we really miss people in the gym. So, no kidding. Here's hoping.
0: No kidding. Those, Those sweaty, awkward hugs that used to happen pre COVID. Yeah. So what have you been doing to like keep active outside, Jill?
1: Uh, Well, I do have somewhat of a home gym in my living room. I have a lot of kettlebells. I have a pull-up bar. I recently borrowed a weighted vest from my good friend, Cheryl, um, so that I could challenge myself a bit more. I have a skipping rope. I have some med balls. I have dumbbells. So I've been trying to lift a couple times a week in my indoor gym, Um, I do also get some cardio in I still love my burpees and I've been doing a lot outside so the weather's been so nice I've been doing a lot of hiking I cross country ski, lots of walks so just really getting out and trying to be active as much as I can.
0: So have you been feeling pretty cooped up uh, like especially with you know lockdown being in winter now or do you feel better being able to get outside and do stuff.
1: Yeah, I don't really feel that cooped up. I mean, Monday to Friday, I'm working, you know, in daylight hours, but I've been doing a lot of headlamp skiing just to get out and get some fresh air in the daytime. Um, and the, like I said, the weather's been so nice. that It really hasn't been um, prohibitive to getting outside and, and getting some activity in. I find having sunlight and getting fresh air makes a big difference. Um, to me, just in general, um, and especially in winter when I'm cooped up in an office most days, and don't see a lot of sunlight so weekends i try and get out and then a couple evenings a week at least to get some skiing in
0: awesome so yeah no no excuses there right
1: no excuses i haven't used the weather yet i don't think i really enjoy wearing snow pants um (laughs) i have bright pink snow pants that are super fun um so i don't mind getting bundled up obviously you can't go out as long and do as many things but Mm -hmm. um you know we live in a place that has a lot of winter so if you don't embrace it you're going to be kind of grumpy for a couple months
0: oh for sure and the weather has been pretty amazing this year to be able to get out and ski and jog and snowshoe and all that kind of stuff so
1: Skate, yeah. the river trail is amazing i've been skating there and so yeah yes. it's been great
0: very cool very cool
1: mm-hmm.
0: so what are we what are we chatting about today jill
1: I don't know. I've seen a lot of things on social recently that have kind of made me start thinking, um, especially in the times that we're in, in terms of the pandemic and um, people's lifestyles have changed. um, In some cases, not for the better, because we don't have the opportunity to go to the gym and use recreational facilities and get outside with our friends. And so I saw a couple of posts this week that I thought I wanted to talk to you about and get your opinion about um, that have to do with, making excuses for maybe not being as um, fitness oriented in these times, because either the weather doesn't allow you to go outside and do it, or the gym's not open, or you don't have the motivation. So I just thought it'd be a really good topic to talk about and kind of get your feeling on when we're making excuses and when maybe it is a legitimate reason for us to not um, do something that day or not go hard that day um, and how we kind of distinguish between the two. Give ourselves some grace the days we need it and the days that we don't make ourselves uncomfortable. What are your thoughts about that?
0: How many questions was that? That was a lot. It's uh, <laughs> about 20. Okay, I was going to say closer <laughs> to 15, but okay. No. I um, have
1: questions, coach. I have yeah. questions.
0: So no, I think I think that's something that is coming up a lot. I'm having a lot of conversations, whether it's with members here at Stark or just people that I've known from my past in high school, people that uh, I know from when I worked at the Wellness Institute. And it's been, there've been some pretty interesting conversations. And um, a lot of people are finding, finding it challenging to be motivated to do something. And I think, you know, motivation is something that That you have in the moment. Like maybe you watch a movie or a highlight reel of something, and that gets you like pumped up and excited to go out and do something, right? Like sometimes you're you're not feeling it and you just kind of put on a a highlight reel of maybe like the previous CrossFit games, or you put on a, a certain soundtrack or something like that, that gets you, you know, fired up. And that only gets you so far, like that might get you started, which is awesome. So you you know change, you put your shoes on, you go and you hit your workout, which is great, but that does wear off. And like, are you going to do that every single day to to get motivated to to go? And uh, I think a lot of times people need to look at what's going on in their lives at the moment. Um, You know, are you sleeping well enough? Like if you're only getting two, three hours of sleep a night because you're stressed out because you don't know if your business is going to make it out of uh, lockdown. And if you have like family stress, you're, you know, significant others at home, your kids are at home, uh, you know, doing homeschooling and stuff like that. That's definitely going to add more stress onto your plate as well. And if you're working from home as well, um, things might be a lot more challenging. You might not have those outlets where you'd go and you'd see people at work and talk to them or go to the gym and talk to people at the gym. And you might not have those, those outlets to be able to, you know, separate yourself from the stresses of the day. So it is, I would say definitely easier to, to fall into a slump, um, so
1: how would, what would you tell people to do in the sense of how do you really know if you're making an excuse that day or if your body or your circumstances are actually telling you, you know what, you should take a break today because your plate is full and any additional stressor of a workout might not really be great for you.
0: Um, I I would definitely say, you know what, change, change your shoes, like get your your workout clothes on, whether you're working out at home or going to do something outside, like go and change and give yourself like the first 10, 15 minutes, start moving, um, and just see how you feel. And if you feel like crap after like 15 minutes, just shut it down and don't, you know, don't be hard on yourself about, you know, not doing it or not making it through a workout or anything like that. I think if you are that rundown and, and tired and say you are on the edge of burnout and your stress levels really high, then, stressing yourself out more about not exercising can be, you know, not enjoyable, right? Like you're not going to find that, that fun in it. Um, I know for myself, I've, I've felt that way a lot too. Just run down tired. Seems like I'm just being pulled in a million directions and have a lot on the go now, even though the gym is closed. And uh, I'll just, my, my motto has been just hit it. Like I'll go and I'll put my shoes on, lace them up. And at that point, when I do, get changed and and start, like the workout's already done. Like I've already won and I have never once regretted going and and hitting a workout. And I don't think I have actually started one and stopped either um, because I felt like that. But, you know, prior to that, it's just, you're sitting there, you're staring at the computer, you're looking at numbers, you're getting back to people, you're trying to plan for when you reopen and stuff. Um, You know, you're dealing with the government who may or may not be, you know, lending the support that is supposedly out there and stuff like that. And it's just, it it can be stressful. And then as soon as, you know, I force myself to go and change and put my shoes on and that and get moving, like you break a sweat and life seems so much better afterwards.
1: And do you do that every day or are there certain days where you're like, (laughs) you know what? I just have other priorities today. My kid needs me. I have things to do at home, a client, you know, maybe calls and you think this is priority over getting a sweat on today?
0: Yeah, no, good question. And, um, I don't make like, my goal is, is five days a week to do something, just break a sweat, move. Um, I I was talking to a not a potential client, but uh, we're looking into getting some equipment for the gym. And uh, the guy had emailed me back and he's like, Oh, I hope you're, I hope you're PRing all your major lifts. And I'm like, no, no goals of PRs now. It's just, the goal is just go and move and have fun and break a sweat and feel like you did something for yourself. And, you know, if I miss a day, like it's not the end of the world. If I miss, you know, a couple days still not the end of the world, but, um, I, I definitely just trying to stay on track with getting anywhere from like four or five workouts in a week and I've been doing really good with it. Uh I use my polar watch to kind of give me some feedback. It tells me like your last training session was like 24 hours ago or whatever, or 48 hours. And um, you know, that's that's kind of a, a bit of a motivator as well. And I just always have to keep in mind how I feel after a workout as well, because that's that's what you're chasing, right? That's what you want rather than you know, it's easier to go and sit on the couch. It's easier to go and, you know, have ice cream and watch a movie or, you know, just thumb through your phone, like Instagram or whatever. But if you're doing something for yourself, you're going to feel a lot better and you're going to be a lot more, you're going to be a lot happier if you did it.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, one of the things you stressed was it's not that you're going 110% every single day or, every single time that you're going to the gym it's getting the movement in right and i think sometimes people think if i don't do anything um you know or if i don't go to 110 percent it's just as much i might as well do nothing right where oh. i think if you get 20 minutes in um if you're the kind of person that loves burpees like me if you do you know every minute on the minute and do 12 burpees for 10 minutes that's a really good workout and guess what you're done yep. in 10 minutes right yeah um and I think people have to have realistic expectations of themselves at this point. Um, and I think I struggle with that a lot because I am highly motivated and type A and always want to be getting a PR or getting better. And if you don't have the circumstances to do that for whatever reason, I don't have a ton of heavyweight at home, um, it can be very frustrating um, and it can be frustrating without a goal as well. Um, and without other people around motivating you. But I think what I love what you said, where you said, you know, my target is four or five times a week. So if you put that on a schedule, then those other two to three days a week, you can quote unquote have an excuse and take it easy that day. And your body will thank you for it in the end.
0: Oh, for sure. And once again, if you do start a workout and you you really are not feeling good then, you know, just shut it down and you don't have to feel bad about that. And, you know, just be happy that you tried and you attempted it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Um, You can't be going at 100, 110% all the time because you will get burnt out, chance of injury is way higher. And I know a lot of young, very talented, gifted, hardworking athletes that have gotten burnt out because they just don't know how to slow down. They don't know how to, to recover. And recovery is a huge thing. There's so many different stresses in our lives. Exercises, stress, lack of sleep is stress, work is stress, uh, like family life can be stress. Uh, and all that stuff builds up. And if you're not taking that time to, to recover and kind of reflect on what you need to do to, to stay happy, healthy, and, and strong, then you know, you're, you're going to be in trouble. And I've had a lot of conversations with people over the past several weeks about that. I went out to a client's place the other day, um, just to visit them because, uh, you know, he was having trouble saying he was putting on weight. He's not motivated to do anything. I'm like, you've got more time now than like any other time throughout the year. It's like, what can we do to get you moving and get you going? And, uh, and I think at that point, it's just, it's just the discipline of like, you know, just start and do something for five minutes a day. And even if you just say, I'm gonna jump on, like, you know, if you got a nice gym set up at home, um, it's just go and jump on that bike for like your echo bike for like five minutes. And usually that's gonna lead to something else. So even if you just say, go do five minutes, most people aren't going to change and, uh, you know, get their gym clothes on, put their shoes on and do something for five minutes. They're probably going to do a little bit more. And even if it's something you like, like you don't need to go and work on something super technical, your workout doesn't have to be something elaborate. Like you said, you could, if you got a bike or a rower or whatever, and like you had mentioned how, how much you love burpees, you could do like, you know, one minute bike, one minute burpees alternate back and forth for, you know, 20 minutes or whatever. And that's going to be a hell of a good workout. So
1: yeah, you don't need a ton of equipment, for sure. Um, sometimes you just have to be a bit creative. Uh, I've started skipping in my condo, which I'm not sure my neighbors really appreciate, but so far, far no noise complaints. Um, but it doesn't take long to get a good sweat on when you're skipping. Um, and I've really noticed in some of my Achilles rehab, it's actually helped me. So small, small wins there. Um, so what were some of the tips you gave that client to say, you know, how do we get you back on track?
0: Uh, It was just to, just to not give yourself an excuse, just to start and start moving and, you know, just, just start slow. Like you don't have to do an hour right off the bat. Right. Like even if you do something and I've been doing it myself, whether it's a 15 minute workout or 20 minute workout um, and it can be, you know, you break a good sweat, all you need is your body weight, maybe body weight and a kettlebell or, you know, a piece of cardio equipment or something like that. It doesn't have to be a lot and you can just sort of put it together and move through it. And, uh, I don't know how many times I've done that at home in the evening after I've you know been at work all day. And then I just get a little frustrated with, Hey, I was at the gym. Like I'm very fortunate to be in a place that has like all this equipment. Um, and, uh, I didn't get anything done because I made some other things, my priority, which is completely fine. But I know that if I hit something, I'll, I'll feel a lot better and, and get that sweat on. And, uh, yeah, it's going to carry into the next day. But, uh, yeah, I just suggested like, just, just start moving. And that's the toughest thing just to, you know, get those shoes on to change and to, to start moving. And once you get that momentum going, like it'll, it'll keep going. Right.
1: Right. And so, so if people aren't really feeling the movement as much, mm-hmm. or at least not, you know, the challenging go hard type of workout, yep. what other things can they be focusing on now that will help their, you know, wellness, if nothing else?
0: Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of different ways. Like you can, whether it is, you know, reading, just picking up some different books and, and reading uh, maybe looking at nutrition, focusing on that, just making sure that you got good food in the house. Um, one of the things I would definitely say is like, don't have junk in the house, because if you're not feeling great, you're going to gravitate towards some of that stuff and uh, you're going to want to put it in your mouth. So if you can uh, avoid having it in the house, like out of the house, out of the mouth. Right. Or if you do have some of that stuff in the house, maybe like put it in a a Rubbermaid container or something and go and lock it in the shed or go and put it in the garage or something like that. So it's not so easily accessible. Um, you know, just, just talking to other people, reaching out to other people. I've had some conversations, like I said, with, with some members and and people that I've known in my past from, uh, from the gym, they weren't clients, but we would sometimes work out together or go biking or whatever. And, um, some of them were going through like. uh, Triple A, or double A. Sorry, no, not triple A, (laughs) double A. And they they had some issues previously with like alcohol and drug abuse and stuff like that. And once they once they gave that up and they were going to AA and getting past a lot of this stuff, uh, they picked up the gym as their vice. So now they've given up something negative, uh, something that was destroying their lives and ripping it apart joined the gym and they made that their addiction. So now they were going to the gym for like one, two, three hours a day. Um, and now that's taken away. And, you know, a couple of them have said like, yeah, I've started, you know, using some drugs again and and alcohol. And I had posted a run that I did, I guess it popped up on Strava and, uh, it was, uh, a slow run. And uh one of the guys messaged me and he's like, Oh, I, I saw, you know, your post about your run and stuff like that. And he's like, man, that was, that was slow as fuck. He's like, I can go and beat that. And he's like, he said, it motivated him to go out and, and do a run. And I said, that's awesome. And uh, I said, like, what are you going to do now to, to keep that up and to, you know, get away from, you know, the alcohol again and stuff like that. And it's, it's tough because, a lot of the stuff, I, I had thought about this a while ago, and I think I mentioned it in a, a podcast or a video I did, but if I was selling, you know, chocolate bars, burgers, pizza, fries, poutine, alcohol, drugs, like uh, marijuana, whatever, um, I'd be in business right now. Like, people would be coming to my business and purchasing that stuff, all the stuff that, you know, is hard on the body and, you know, we should be limiting and staying away from. And uh, yeah, it's, it's tough because we're trying to provide something that is going to make people better and healthier, but you know, there's, there's all those things out there that are, we're up against, right?
1: Yeah. So that's where we have to say, how can we, you know, get to people without actually seeing them in the gym all the time to give them either the support like you have with clients Um, or the motivation or the accountability. Um, I have a friend that we do a 10 minute workout every day and we send it to each other on text message and then compare how many rounds we get through. Um, It's generally an AMRAP and it can be body weight or it could be um, with a dumbbell, but that holds us both accountable to it as well. And, Cardio is not my most favorite thing, so a lot of you, a lot of it is cardio related and it uh, kind of keeps me getting the sweat on even that for that short period of time before I lift. and um, that's been super fun. And the other day she was like, yeah, we're 55 days into doing this and I thought, wow, wow. like if you just start, yeah. And it's 10 a day, it's crazy and it helps both of us. I would be doing it anyway, um, but it's kind of fun to be, you know, we compete against each other or against ourselves and that's yeah. uh, something to look forward to every day.
0: And you're doing this seven days a week, five days a week.
1: Yeah. We're basically doing it five days a week. We were doing it seven and then found, you know, on the weekends we were getting busy with other stuff or yeah. just we, our body needed a break. So we do it Monday to Friday now. Nice. and I generally get up and do it first thing in the morning and I'll text her and say, here's my rounds. And she'll text me hers. And, um, you know, then we, we say what's on the, on the uh, agenda for tomorrow. So it's actually really fun and super motivating too. Um, and like I said, it kind of keeps me going on things I might not otherwise do. Some of it is actually mobility, like inchworms are my least favorite thing ever and some days they're on the agenda. So I do them. So it's good for me. in, in that perspective as well.
0: Nice. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah, like mobility, yoga, anything like that to get moving can be extremely beneficial. And for those people that maybe neglect that most like, most of the time and gravitate towards the weightlifting and the CrossFit side of things like, yeah, work on some of that mobility. It's not going to be a bad thing at all. And, uh, in the long run, it's going to help you too. So I try to spend at least 10 minutes on the floor every day, not laying on my back, but like sitting cross-legged and just trying to open up the hips and stuff just because we are spending so much time seated in chairs with those hip flexors closed off. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, no, noticeable when you're actually down there and doing that stuff, but uh, you gotta got to put in the time.
1: Yeah, I'm sitting on the floor right now while I'm chatting to you. Are you th- you're very unhappy with me, so I should obviously do it a lot more. Yeah. Um, I've also found that, you know, getting outside and doing cross-country skiing, a lot of the times I'm going by myself just because that's how my schedule works during the week. If I'm doing a headline ski, I'll just kind of come home from work and get... Organized and go out for a ski, and I don't listen to music, I don't listen to anything, and um, it really clears my head. Sometimes I, you know, have the monkey brain and I have a couple of jobs and I'm really busy, and sometimes I don't realize how stressed I am until I'm kind of out on the trail and just um, huffing and puffing and surrounded by nature and my own thoughts and clearing my head. So um, I would suggest to anyone just getting outside and getting fresh air, whether it's a walk or a snowshoe or a skate. Um, it really does do something for kind of clarity as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. I did. I got out last Friday for a, for a headlamp ski. I was supposed to go with a group and uh, ended up missing the group. Ran home to get my headlight because I forgot it and totally missed the group, but got out and... Uh, yeah, hammered the ski trails for, for the first time doing classic skiing this year, and it felt great. And yeah, definitely going without headphones at night was a good idea, just because when you hear something like twigs snapping in the tree and that, you're looking wolf. like, is that a wolf? Is that a bear? Is that a deer? Like, yeah. So a
1: person coming to abduct me. Yeah. Exactly,
0: exactly. It's like, who knows where I'm going tonight, right? So... <laughs> But uh, yeah, I also good. find
1: it just helps me clear my head, um, not having kind of any other distraction other than just, you know, putting one ski in front of the other huh. um, and really enjoying nature. So I also do it in case there's wildlife that's coming to attack me um, yeah. or, you know, mass murderers. But um, in general, I do it just because I know that after that I will be, you know, on a different level of calmness. And it's I think it helps me sleep. Not that I'm a very good sleeper to begin with, but. The exercise of fresh air and then kind of clearing my head in the evening really helps me, i found. Oh,
0: that's awesome. Yeah, very, very good tip for people. And there are a lot of options now, too, with uh, the river trail being open. A lot of rinks around the city have been flooded. Um, I was at a, a buddy's place in his backyard on the weekend, and he lives on Keldonan Drive, and they have like a, a toboggan run from their backyard right onto the river. And I guess there's been someone there that has a bobcat and he's been clearing a path on the river. So people are like walking down there. I don't know how many rinks are made now on the river behind people's homes and stuff like that. And it was just amazing seeing so many people out. And it's been such a nice year that uh, everyone's taken advantage of it, which is really nice.
1: Yeah, there's so many um, retention ponds that have, you know, um, hockey rinks or skating trails on them. All the parks basically have it. I did read in the paper the other day that they're going to be making more ski trails and walking trails around the city as well. I know a lot of the golf courses as well um, do classic cross-country skiing or walking paths, too, that are free. And, you know, you can get out and do it basically everywhere. And, you know, the days are getting longer. We're going to spring forward in about a month. Um, so we'll have some extra daylight at the end of the day, which will really help people, I hope, get out. But you know, a headlamp does not cost that much and it has saved me um to getting out in the evening because the days are so short.
0: Yeah. Where'd you get your headlamp from? MEC. MEC. I love that place. I try to stay away from it, but yeah. I I
1: know online is a challenge, but honestly, it's been one of my best purchases for getting outdoors. Um, You know, if I'm walking out around my house, there's streetlights and people and I'm not as concerned, but um, I always take it with me just in case I get, you know, a lot more energy or a second wind and I want to stay out longer as well. I've also done a lot of early morning skis when the sun comes up and, and the trails are empty and it's, it's beautiful as well. Um, and again, just a really good start to the day because it clears your
0: head. Awesome. No, that's a great idea. We used to do a lot more like skiing and snowshoeing in the dark, throw a headlight on, on bike riding and stuff like that. And it just, it just extends your day. And, uh, yeah, like you said, they're what, how much do you pay around 60 bucks or something like that?
1: I don't even think it was that much. I think it was about $40. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. You can get a lot of different lights and, uh, it's, it's well worth it. So very cool anything yeah, uh and
1: that extending the day because you know i can get home from work even after a long day and it can be six o'clock and i think what am i going to do till you know i go to sleep yeah. um there is a lot of time in the evening to even get a short walk or ski or um you know snowshoe in and and get some fresh air i think that's really critical right now
0: yeah for sure especially when the weather is nicer i know it's supposed to be getting colder this week but and still get out and do something that's not too too uh like if you're in the trail skiing and stuff like that, usually there's trees block your wind and stuff like that. So it's not too Well, bad.
1: I went the other night when it was 70 kilometer an hour winds and the drive there was pretty sketch. But yeah. once I got into the trails and in the trees, it was actually, I was sweating like crazy because it was only about minus five nice. um, and it was beautiful. So aside from the, you know, white knuckle drive there and back, it was, it was a great evening.
0: Awesome. No, very good idea and good tips hopefully people do get out there I know there's some that have been procrastinating about waxing their skis or getting them tuned up and stuff like that but you know hopefully you get this done before uh before the year is up and take advantage of the outdoors
1: yeah there's so much to do in Winnipeg and and really you don't even need anything except some layers and a good pair of shoes and you can go for a walk really anywhere right so For sure. Um, hopefully people are getting out. And hopefully, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, recreation will be opening soon um, to get people <laughs> to get people out and motivated um, and back kind of maybe even in small groups to hold each other accountable. But Definitely. I think the biggest thing is just finding out what works for you. Um, and it may not work, it may work this week and it may not work next week. And you know, I think a lot of people have kind of gotten into this um pandemic um they're just tired of it right you hit a wall um and like nothing is motivating me anymore I have nothing to look forward to um so it's really just pivoting right yep. this week being my work next week maybe it's heavy lifting and figuring out what actually is gonna you know keep you going
0: no nope. very true very true and yeah don't be hard on yourself if if you're not super consistent, but, you know, at least give, give something a try, put in a little bit of effort and, uh, and it could go a long way. And if you start kind of like your 55 day run of workouts with your friends, like find an accountability buddy, see if, uh, you know, you can either challenge them with workouts or just, just someone to help keep you accountable, reach out to someone and, uh, you know, see if they want to jump on board with you and even, even if it's 15 minutes a day, like that adds up at the end of the week, at the end of the month, and I think the people that are, you know, doing something now are going to be very, very happy in in six months from now. But if you wait like another month, two months to kind of get going, um, it's going to be a little bit harder to to dig yourself out of that hole and to to feel like you're wanting to get moving again, and probably going to feel like if you haven't been moving for a while, you're going to feel like you're starting from scratch, and you know, a body at rest likes to stay at rest. So you know, if you get it moving and keep it moving. You're going to feel a lot better.
1: Yeah. And I think just be reasonable in your expectations of yourself. Um, You know, if you haven't been doing something, don't say you're going to do something seven days a week and go hard for an hour, set a schedule, maybe Monday, Wednesday, Fridays are your best days and you're feeling the most, you know, energetic those days, or you have the most time in your schedule. And, you know get something done that day and if one day you're going to go outside and ski and it's minus 35 do something inside right just yep. give yourself a bit of grace but keep yourself accountable too right and in one of or two of those workouts make yourself a little uncomfortable and do something you normally wouldn't do um and like you said I've never had a workout where after I felt like I shouldn't have done that
0: yeah oh for sure and don't uh, if you haven't been moving for a while don't Try to pick up where you left off, and also don't, um, yeah, don't be hard on yourself. You know, don't. I know there's a lot of people saying, "Oh, I used to be able to do this, or I used to be able to do that." It's like, don't worry about it. That's that's in the past. Like, worry about what you can do now. Be proud of what you can do and what you can accomplish, and uh, just know that if you're consistent, you you can get back there. But uh, it's it's not going to happen if you just you know sit on the sidelines and complain about you know not not doing anything or not being where you want to be. So you know take some steps, sit, to, sit down and, and put together a little bit of a plan, sketch something out and, and plan it into your day. I think that's so huge. And uh, a lot of times I was waiting until the end of the day to, to do my workout or if things come up and it was not happening and that made me more frustrated than anything. but now I've been uh, really forcing myself to, to start my day off with a workout and get that going on right off the bat. And I've been feeling way better doing that. And, um, just because you get it in, you don't stress out about doing it later on in the day. Nothing comes up, uh, if you plan on doing it first thing in the morning. And I know you're like a super early bird. So, you know, nothing's going to come up at five in the morning. That's going to stop you from doing the workout. I'm not, I'm not at that point, but, um, yeah, no,
1: we're going to be at that point next week. When I come to see you for personal training every day at 5am.
0: Yes. Yes. Can't wait. Can't wait. Cool.
1: Yeah, I agree. I always like to get um, my hard workouts or just my movement done in the morning. Um, I've actually, during um, the pandemic, been walking first thing in the morning. So I'll get up, put on my outdoor clothes, go for a quick walk. And then I'm so much more awake and energized. And I come back and do my workout. Um, I also get, you know, some fresh air in. It's super quiet early in the morning. Um, clear my head again. No music, no podcast, just... Um, kind of start my day on a. It's almost meditative a bit for me, and um, then I come home, do my workout, and just feel better for the whole day. My head is clear. I'm sharper. Um, it usually makes me hungry, so I have a good breakfast, and um, you know, get on with my day. So I think a schedule is huge, especially if you're not finding you have the motivation. The schedule will help with discipline.
0: So, as a question for you, as an early riser, um, do you? does your alarm clock go off or do you usually beat the alarm clock every morning? Not beat it as in like smash it, but like, you know, (laughs) beat it awake.
1: Yeah. I'm not a super good sleeper. I have kind of get a solid four hours and that's a good night. Um, so I'm generally waking up before my alarm. Um, and I, I get into a routine. I do try and be in bed at the same time every night. Whether I fall asleep right away or not is is a different story. Um, but I do like to keep, especially Monday to Friday, I like to keep on my schedule. Um, and I find that my body just adjusts to that and then wakes up before my alarm. Or if my alarm goes off, I yeah. don't feel the need to press snooze. I'm not tired. Um, I'm able to get up and, and know what I want to do that morning. So...
0: So you don't struggle with, what would you say to people who wake up and hit that snooze button or, you know, do find, Hey, my bed's way more comfortable than get up and, you know, getting up and going and getting my sweat on.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I don't really have that challenge, but I think part of it is don't press snooze if you can. You know, some people say they leave their alarm clock across the room, so they have to get up. Um, but I think what we talked about before is you'll never regret getting up and and getting going. Um, it just starts my day off better and I don't feel rushed in the morning. I don't feel stressed, um, getting up and getting out and getting to work. Um, and it really, like I said, clears my head and sets me off for a really positive day. Um, and I can't control a lot in my days. Once I get to work, um, I have a pretty hectic schedule. Most things, um, I manage around and this is one thing that I can make a choice about um, and I can control. And I think there's a new saying on some of the uh, stark gear that is down that road, but I really do believe in control that you can control and then manage around the accident.
0: Awesome. Love it. Um, And, and usually when that alarm goes off, that first five minutes is, is the worst anyways. Like it's just get up, pull the bandaid off and like, go make that cup of coffee or whatever you got to do. And it, you always feel better after that, but I don't, yeah, I don't usually feel awesome when that alarm clock goes off and, uh, and you know, you get up and get moving, but after that five minutes, that's, you're good.
1: Yeah. I'm the, I'm the opposite. i it's the best part of the day to me. It's so quiet. Yeah. I feel like I have the world to myself. Um, awesome. I would say, just try and get up, you know, a little bit earlier every day for a week and see how you feel Um, And I think it really could change the way people have, you know, the outlook of getting up in the morning. So I feel like if I get up right away, don't press snooze and, you know, turn on the light, brush my teeth, I'm pretty much awake. Awesome. Uh, Yeah. All right. Anything else you wanted to cover, Coach?
0: No, I think that was awesome. I'm hoping that people, you know, get some tips from this and maybe start putting it into practice. If you do have anything out there that, uh, you know, you want to you wanna share with us that you think is a good idea to help people out, or if uh, you have any suggestions or, or topics that you want us to cover, I think Jill and I are going to try and do a few more of these just so like I don't have to talk to you myself and for you guys. But uh, yeah, I think that's, that's the goal, huh, Jill?
1: Yeah, let's do it. I'd love to be on again. And like you said, if people have ideas on topics we can cover or if they have suggestions of things we can share with other uh, members or, you know, the community at large that's helping them get through these challenging times, by all means, share them. Um, And it may not work for everyone, but hopefully you got a little nugget out of today and, and something to try or just, you know, encouraged to reach out to someone to get some ideas.
0: Awesome. Well, Thank you very much, Jill. I I think this was great, and I hope people do get something out of this, and I hope you all are a little bit better than yesterday after listening to this. Take care, everyone. Thank you for making the time to listen to the Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by Stark Strength and Conditioning. If you liked our show, please head over to the iTunes store and give us a rating. If you have any questions or suggestions about topics you'd like to hear us cover, or people you think should be on this show please let us know so we can make it happen thanks again for listening and we hope that this podcast makes you better than yesterday